Hey guys, and welcome back to the Academy Bites podcast with myself, David Lewis, higher level maths teacher and biology teacher here at the Dublin Academy of Education. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the Academy Bites podcast so far. I hope you're getting a lot out of it. I know me as a student, I would use it as a hack. Uh, I, it's basically getting other people to do the work for you. I had nothing like this back when I was in school, and uh, I feel uh, it will help benefit you if you listen to the ideas that the, these experts dedicated teachers are telling you and me uh, I, I feel that this will uh, will and will help you out and basically uh, just just do what they say and it will be okay in terms of biology where should you be right now so you've sat your mock you may or may not have got your result I will say a couple of things about mocks that I didn't want to say in the last idea there mocks are not made by the people who make your leaving cert a lot of people think that they are they are uh, they are people now they're paid to do it so it is usually a good guess but they are, they are a guess and sometimes because they want to be creative, particularly with biology, because there's been such repetition over 17 years of the paper, mocks might not represent, number one, what your leaving cert will look like. I found that in the past. Uh, and number two, there's sometimes questions that are either far too hard, too easy, or just too diverse to actually be on the leaving cert. So they're a good judgment of where you're at, but the leaving cert past papers are a way, 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 way better idea for you next thing is as well the marking scheme doesn't actually change with mocks whereas it does with the leaving cert based on how people are finding questions so that's never taken into account next idea is if you've gotten your result you know that is something you build on there might be you know 30 percent of this particular exam that you haven't covered yet or maybe you haven't finished your exam plan that's fine judge it based on where you're at if you've only studied say 60 percent and you get 50%, well, it's not 50 out of 100, you've got 50 out of 60, you're on track. Some people might have got a little bit of a wake-up call with this, and um, and that's always good as well. So like that's the, the mocks serve a load of purposes. As I mentioned in the last podcast with biology, you might have listened to it, the way you get good at doing exams is by doing them. So having all the exams together, being under time pressure, in an exam, but having made, you know, having your maths, having your English, having the different exams on the same day, having to go from your your uh, Irish head to your maths head, that's that's a very good practice as well because it is a skill. You might have noticed in your mocks you got this thing I call exam fatigue. You think, oh, it's grand. I have seven hours to study when I go home for my exam the next day, but you're absolutely wrecked from writing out two papers in the morning. And at least you're learning this now versus in the middle of your leaving search where you leave your biology study to the you know to the night before and you realize uh oh this is too late so i want to talk a little bit about that because this is our this is our last uh, as far as i'm aware our last biology uh, academy bites podcast so i want to talk first of all about the paper uh, the paper you know is on a tuesday afternoon and you started your you start your leaving cert on the wednesday so you got wednesday thursday friday weekend Monday, Tuesday morning, and then your one shot, your one opportunity to show the leaving cert examiner how much biology you know. Number one, you're tired. Number two, you've probably done an exam in the morning. Maybe not, but probably. And number three, number three, when's the last time you studied biology? When is the last time you've actually cracked your biology in? It could be 10 days ago. Okay, so what I'm going to say is you need to have a plan in place for this. So my plan for this will be with your A4 sheets, you have already been building this plan. 
you know that over that weekend you can actually go through the entire biology course in half an hour if you've taken the time to make your A4 sheets. Okay, if you've invested your time in that. We still, being March, have a little bit of time to build some of those. And if you are committed over the next couple of weeks, you could build up that resource. That is going to save you time in the future. It's going to allow you to study biology and study the whole course in a manner, in your sorry, in your own words, but in a manner that's, I suppose, um, I suppose, uh, conducive with the amount of time you have available in the middle of your leaving cert. So that's what you should be looking at there uh, because a lot of people say to themselves, oh, I'll just study the night before, study on that weekend. You can't study 24 hours a day. You were probably were shocked about how tired you were during your mocks. So it is something to take into account. I would try, I say to my students, do every pass paper. Okay, do a pass paper. But if you can only do five, pick five pass papers and get them done. Okay, so you don't study a chapter. It, you, like When it comes to kind of, April, May, you're better off doing past papers and learning from them than studying an individual chapter. If a topic, and I'll go through the most important topics in a second, if a topic jumps out at you that you need to go study again, go do that. But if you're listening to this later on towards the Leaving Cert, you're probably being honest with you, will be better off and learn more from doing a paper, making mistakes, correcting yourself and going again. And you, you could actually make it nearly make a biology career of doing that, just that. But um, it basically depends on where, where you're at with that. Um, I personally would want all my students to be finished their biology study, all of it. And I mean, including those five papers, two weeks before the leaving cert. So then when you're going in, you're really just recapping. I want you to be bored when you're doing your biology leaving cert exam. I want you to be like, this again? State the two main reasons why we require food again. I've already done this. Did they just copy and paste this from the 2007 question? I want you to be bored. I want you to be able to go into that exam so confident you know what's coming up in section A, B, and C based on the history that you're like, you don't listen to anyone else. Around the exam itself, people come up with these crazy ideas that like the, I don't know, protista or the amoeba is going to be two questions in section a it can't be that and you probably don't believe that person but by the fifth or sixth rumor you hear it gets into your head and you start to doubt yourself i need you to be finished two weeks before because number one you're confident in your study and number two you're so confident in the exam plan that you could nearly write an exam if they asked you to last second you could nearly make the exam out yourself i want you to be confident in your exam plan so you know what questions you're going to be answering going in uh, and you also have a couple of, okay, well, if a question comes up and it's worded a bit strangely or a bit, in a bit of a more difficult manner, I can jump on and rely uh, on another question. I want you to know about the timing of your exam. I want you to know to go through your section A, do the mandatory questions, section B and section C. Take some time. Uh, and you need to practice this at home as well. Take some time to take a break and then read through your exam again. A lot of people make mistakes with this. They kind of just read and look at their answers they've already given. Don't do that. What you're gonna do is cover your answers, read the question, and then answer it verbally in your head. And if the one in your head matches the answer on the piece of paper, you're good to go. You're gonna have cognitive bias that you're gonna read your answer and go, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Almost like, uh, you know, in simultaneous equations, it's quite hard to see where you went wrong, see where you slipped, see your mistake. You show your friend, they're like, oh, there it is. You're like, oh, how did I not see that? 
you're going to do that in the Leaving Cert exam if you just read over it. You want to do the exam again and check your answers against what's in your head. So that's where it pays to uh, have done loads of past papers and that's where it pays to have actually done the past papers verbally because uh, not only does it help you in the exam, but it's something you can do on the morning of the exam or the night before. I would also say the night before the exam, don't do a crazy mock or anything like that. Definitely don't do that because again, you could get thrown by a question that's not even on the course. Pick a past paper you've already done and just do it again. If you feel it's too monotonous to do, write out the paper again or to do it verbally in your head, ring up one of your mates doing biology and get them to ask you the questions. Varying up your study at this stage is is, is basically is as good as any any sort of thing you can do. Um, so I would say that. Now, if you're listening to this and you're coming up to your Easter break, it's basically a diluted version of what I just said. You're either going to go down the past paper route or you're going to build up your A4 sheets uh, and spend a bit of time doing that. Uh, I would suggest if you're doing the A4 sheets, still try to do one past paper at least because you want to have five done, as I said, uh, in two weeks before the exam. So maybe maybe do, maybe do set aside one of your study blocks for making up your A4 sheets or catching up on that if you have to or set a, and set aside one for a past paper. If you've been disciplined, if you've been diligent following your following your step-by-step approach, there's nothing special for over Easter. I would suggest massively taking a break. Only you know if you if you deserve the break or not. I think that there's going to be a massive push, and there is every single year coming up to the Leaving Cert. This over Easter is the hardest time to get people to switch off. There should be, no matter who you are, at least three or four days where you take your bag, you put it up in the attic, you forget you're a Leaving Cert student, guilt-free for a few days. You should definitely plan your study plan over Easter. If you don't do that, if you don't plan the days you're going to have off, every day you're going to be waking up going, should I study today? And nah, oh yeah, but you still feel guilty about it. You want to just completely switch off. And that will reset, recharge your batteries for the final push. Too many times students who have put so much into their Leaving Cert make mistakes or trip at the final hurdle by trying too hard, by not sleeping, by not eating, by not taking social breaks. So you should go out hang around with your mates do whatever you got to do uh, and then be ready and refocused so in terms of biology have what you're going to do if you're going to do it in terms of leaving certain general make sure you've definitely got at least a few days off uh, and then structure the rest of your study don't just go in and say right today's this day i'm studying what will i do you know today you're doing biology maths and uh, i don't know french and you know out of biology you're doing this topic these questions you know out of maths you're doing uh, these two past paper questions and you know in a French you're learning this I don't know, do they do role plays or whatever uh, and then what I would say is your action plan for the for the rest of the year is just rinse and repeat, you know exactly what I've said there a few minutes ago, once you've got to a place where you're comfortable, questions, questions questions, and the last thing I would say topics that should be prioritised and this is not in no way predictions this is based on absolute fact, what are the most important topics pound for pound, percentage for percentage in terms of biology, you know it's ecology. You know it. Break it down into the manageable chunks, the four types of questions that can be, can be asked, that. You know it's food. You know it's respiration, photosynthesis, and enzymes. If you just did those chapters, it will absolutely blow your mind how the ins and outs of those chapters comes into absolutely everything else, whether it even be DNA, whether it be microorganisms, plant biology, or even human biology. They are the most important things. And once you get that bottom base and include the experiments of the pyramid, 
you are good to go. If you only picked up and studied those now, you would do surprisingly well in the exam. Like you wouldn't be getting a H1 or a H2, but if you knew those chapters, those ideas inside out, you will be getting in the 50s, the 60s. You'd be doing pretty well. So they're the ones you prioritize, you know, left to right, back to front. And then, as I said, you start building up your other exam plans. So that could include you going for the next rung of your ladder being human biology, microorganisms, or plant biology, whatever suits you. I, David Lewis, personally would go for the plant biology rung of our ladder next. It covers a few more questions. It's short enough, short and sharp. I know it's not the most interesting, but I would go for that. Then David Lewis would do the, I'm talking about myself in the third person as if I was doing the leaving cert, I would go for microorganisms and then I would do the human biology at the end and just have that there for the options. And a lot of people say, oh, but what about this particular chapter? That's not how, as you as an exam expert knows, it fits into the, the different units and the different sections. So um, that's what I would do. And if you don't get around 100% to covering some human biology chapters, remember at the end of the day, you could just leave that that uh, that topic out. So anyway, that's a uh, biology academy, uh, the academy uh, bites podcast. There's our three sessions. We might tip in again towards the end of the year, but I, I think I've covered you from start to finish on that. If you didn't listen to part one and part two, please do. If they do build on each other to, um, to try get you in the to, they try in, stuttering. They've tried to get at you in the mindset you would be in at that time of the year. So if you're listening to the third one, it's probably good you listen to part one and two as well. Um, I, do yourself a favor, listen to the, the other ones as well because, listen, it's teachers coming out with their absolute golden nuggets here to really convey you some sense of value in the, uh, you know, the 10, 15 minutes we have together. So the very, very best of luck in the exam. I uh, hope you get everything you want and then you can throw every set of your, every set of your biology notes and book in the bin and you can move on and obviously the very best of luck in the CAO and then you'll enjoy college and best of luck with the rest of your life I will be back again next year for more of the Academy Boys podcast uh, chat to you soon thank you